This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. Morning, Hunter. You're very welcome. Nice to hear your voice again. Yeah, morning. Thanks for having me on again. What's on your heart for us this morning, Hunter? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, this this morning I think what's on my heart is the, the upcoming South African municipal elections that will be held on the 1st of November um, to elect councils for all districts, metropolitan and local municipalities in each of our country's nine provinces. And I think many times Christians think, well, what can we really do to impact our country? Does it really make a difference? Uh, should Christians even get involved in politics? Mm-hmm. Isn't that rather shouldn't we be just focusing on salvation and preaching the gospel and let other people sort of uh, engage in in the political realm. Um, but, I mean, there are major issues facing our world today. When we think about it, we think about how the world responds to the coronavirus, whether that's through lockdowns, through the churches not being allowed to operate in some situations, um, through uh, people talking about the potential of rolling out vaccine passports to just shop and enter restaurants or even uh, needing the vaccine to travel internationally. And depending, regardless of where you stand on these issues, I think uh, the major thing is that it is important that we get involved in politics, that Christians have a prophetic voice. And more than just these issues, I think some really key major issues that have always been on the table are issues like abortion. Mm. Uh, how do we, what should we do to stand up for the rights of those who cannot speak for themselves or issues like uh, same-sex marriage, um, the rights of Christians in society? And so I think it's important that we think about these issues and to realize that we as Christians have a responsibility to do something. Uh, the gospel is meant to transform our lives, but it's also meant to transform uh, our families, our communities, our governments, our countries, and ultimately the world. I mean, you think about the history of the United States. It was founded by a Presbyterian or church ministers and people seeking religious freedom, mm. and yet they founded a society saying, we want this founded upon the law of God. Um, and so when Christians are engaging in sort of making a difference in the political sphere, it's it's like, I remember a couple of years ago, I was driving uh, up to the Eastern Cape, and I drove through the Huguenot Tunnel, and it's this huge tunnel for anyone who's been through there. Mm. And you think about what it took to create that. It would have taken yeah. a long time of putting explosives and clearing out rock and uh, just over time blowing a hole and chipping away at this mountain to build this tunnel and then eventually paving it clear and making a road through there. And that's in many ways what a Christian's involvement in politics is like. It's like making a road through a mountain. We're going against sort of the flow of the world. We're uh, sort of blowing out rock one chunk at a time to clear up the rubble and then eventually over time seeing policies enacted that now we sort of ride on these nice clear roads that have been paved by Christians who have gone before and wow. said, no, we need to be a voice that makes a difference in the world. And now people just take for granted these uh, Christian policies in our countries and say, oh, well, this is nice that we have these freedoms. It's nice that we have uh, equal rights for people. It's nice that we have voters' rights. It's nice that uh, we abolish slavery, things mm-hmm. like this, not realizing that it was Christians who actually helped enact these laws. Um, We think about, speaking of slavery, thinking about someone like William Wilberforce in the 1800s, how he was an amazing Christian and an example of someone who dedicated his life to making a difference. He saw the horrendous act of slavery just rampant throughout the world, and he dedicated his life to abolishing it. Um, 
He spent 20 years opposing the slave trade before he saw any fruit, anything actually come of it uh, in Parliament. In 1807, uh, a bill abolishing the slave trade was passed. In Parliament, 283 votes, 4 and 16 against it. And his <clears throat> work of 20 years was successful. Then he spent the next 26 years seeking to free all slaves throughout the known world. Two years later, uh, Parliament searched ships for slaves, and soon Parliament prosecuted ship owners for slave trading. Uh, in 1815, the slave trade was abolished in all Europe, and he created the Anti-Slavery Society in 1823 and mm. sought to end slavery in all the world. In 1824, another bill was passed punishing the slave trade by death. And thanks to Wilberforce, I mean, slavery was abolished throughout the world. But it's notable, when we look throughout the societies on Earth, Christianity is the one religion that's actually abolished slavery, unlike the other major world religions, which in many cases there's actually still slavery to this day. Mm. But when we look at the Bible, uh, we realize that believers have been always involved in having a voice in politics. Daniel had a chief advising role to the king of Babylon. He gave him counsel and rebuked him for his sin. Joseph influenced the leadership of Egypt. He became a high-ranking government official. Moses stood before Pharaoh and commanded him, Thus says the Lord, let my people go. Mm. The prophets spoke out against the sins of the nations surrounding them. And, and we see this, that Christians engage in the political realm. They call people to repentance, even in the political sphere. And it's important that we have that voice. Um, so I think um, just thinking about these, these examples of people who engaged and did something to make a difference, I think we too, as believers, have a have a responsibility to do the same. Mm. It's clear that the Bible doesn't teach a view of Christians being excluded from the role of government, because if we don't get involved, what's the alternative to our involvement? Uh, if we don't enact policies, then non-believers will. Uh, maybe we'll get secularists or even atheists enacting new laws in our country, and we just sit back and say, oh, well, we're just going to focus on the gospel and the church. But it's going to impact us. It's going to impact our freedom. Yeah. Uh, this is how abortion and same-sex marriage have become commonplace in both the U.S. and South Africa. Um, so if Christians don't become involved in government, non-believers will, and it will radically impact our lives. And you can see this, the fruit of this in some countries throughout the world. I think if we just look at North Korea versus South Korea, at the end of the Second World War, Korea was split in two. The North was given to the Russian Communist Soviets, and the South was given to the U.S. The North has become one of the most oppressive countries to live on. Christianity is illegal, and the country is entirely closed off to the gospel. Yet the South became a free country with democracy, and it's flourished ever since then. And in fact, it's one of the major missionary-sending countries of the world. I mean, you look at that contrast, that shows you the radical difference that politics makes on a people, makes on a country. One, the gospel's flourishing. One, there's freedom. The other one, it's one of the strictest and harshest persecutors of the Church on earth. So all it takes for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. Yeah. So I think as we approach these upcoming elections, we must seriously ask ourselves, what better law can be found? What wiser proposal can be made for the complex and difficult business of governing a nation than the law of God? So as these elections come up, my encouragement would be that we as believers get involved, that we make our votes count. It makes, we may think, oh, it's just a municipal election, but these actually have the greatest impact on us locally, on a local level. We'll actually feel the impact. 
So if you're a believer out there, we're, we're just asking you that you get out and you make your vote count in a way that honors God and honors Christ. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.